Like, how many times do you hear guys especially say, oh, once I have some money, I'll start talking to girls more. Or once I get work on my fitness, I'll start doing a little bit better. It's always when this, when this, when this, when this. You're looking for that perfect outcome to try to get a perfect result. It's not going to happen. All right, so today, what are we talking about? Today, uh, we're going to have a chat about the perfection of illusion. The perfection of illusion or the illusion of perfection? (laughs) (laughs) Take two again. So, hey, guy, what are we talking about today? Hey, Ryan, good to have you back and good to have you guys back with us on Social Scope Podcast. Uh, Today, we got a little topic that I want to discuss, which is about the illusion of perfection or the perfection illusion, as some call it. Actually, I just call it that because I just came (laughs) up with this idea a few moments ago. I actually think it's a good one, though, because we're in the realm where we're trying to create like the best outcomes for our lives. And you see a lot of people in these fields, whether it be gurus with self-help or business and all that sort of stuff, and they seem to live this perfect life. And I think people take that as gospel. Yeah, that's right. Um, There's, even in social media as well, we kind of get wrapped up in how people present themselves to us on social media. Uh, I think for maybe older people, it's a little bit easy to see through some of that stuff. But for young people who are a little bit more impressionable, they're kind of surrounded by this world of like, oh, this person who has like perfect beauty tips or perfect meditation practice or they just have a perfect training exercise regime mm. and that's what they appear to be at all times and i try to do that like i try to maybe follow along in what they're doing and try to improve my own life mm. but i fall off the wagon sometimes and you know i have to get back on well i always find like the best people that i follow show those days where they fuck up like i i, I kind of look for that in any sort of those sort of potential online mentors I look for people that show those honest things where they go, this is how I stuffed up this business. This is how I stuffed up this shoot. This is how I stuffed up my health. I was taking too much of this and that was not good for me in this way. Mm. I want to learn from people's failures, not just emulate their successes. Mm. Um, and I think it's one of those things, that I think you just said it perfect. There's a reason why the older generations look at all this influencer stuff and look at it as garbage. Mm. Because back in the day when someone did do that, nine times out of 10, it was fraudulent's a strong word, but it's, it's a facade. And that's still kind of the case now. The difference is it's a lot easier to make it look real. Mm. You go on that holiday once and you spend that whole week taking really nice photos doing stuff. You can. How many people take photos at one event and they post it throughout the course of the year and you think they're traveling all the time? Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Even so. like, because uh, back in the day before the advent of social media, people just had movies to relate to. They just looked at celebrities Mm. and that was kind of like, oh, that's the the cool Marlon Brando sort of look and attitude and that's what I want to emulate because whenever I watch the movie, that's the perfection that I see. But it's pretty unique to uh, young people like us. I think I'm still kind of young. Where we're watching it all the time. It's not just a movie that I watch every now and then, maybe once a week. It's every time I open my phone and open the app. It's even your friends nine times out of ten because everyone's trying to emulate this sort of grandiose lifestyle. And we're guilty of it as well. We're sitting here trying to go, hey, here's all the cool stuff we're doing. Here's the advice we're giving. Mm. Um, but the reason we're giving this advice is we're trying to find the balance between where it's healthy to chase this perfectionism and where it becomes really toxic because that search for perfectionism can actually stunt you at all your really important moments. Mm. Um, Sort of uh, based on like completion anxiety, the amount of times I've made videos for this page that I've never posted because they're just not quite good enough, even though they're like 
80% there. But I'm like, oh, it's just not quite there. I feel like it's not going to be good enough. I'm like, you got to learn to just put shit out or put yourself out there even if you're not 100% perfect. Mm. And that's when you'll actually get near perfect results, which is still pretty damn good. Yeah. I've always believed that if you follow your values and come at it from a good place, like if you're really, if you're trying to present yourself or working on a project and you're coming at it from like a place of congruency (laughs) with your values Mm -hmm. and your heart and you're putting 100% as much as you can into it, it's going to work out anyway. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, well, one of the things I, I will discuss further and more in this series is is about just mental frames that you're in. If your mental frame is that everything needs to be perfect, you're going to be anxious and stressed out all the time because nothing's ever going to be good enough. So you're not going to be able to enjoy the imperf- imperfections because sometimes those imperfections, when things go wrong, actually lead to the best outcomes mm. because it's a different path you wouldn't have followed that led to something bigger and better. Mm. Um, like I've the amount of times I've stuffed up a shoot and I've gone, oh, I'll stuff this up, and I look at what I did to fix it up. And I go, this is actually kind of better than what I was planning to do yeah. because of these hurdles I had to jump around. Yeah, it made me shoot from there, there, and there, and now it looks way better. Um, but the same thing can be said for, oh, you know, I hate going out clubbing, blah 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 blah. I don't want to do this. And one night your friend drags you out, and you happen to run into the girl like that you end up with, or something like that, you know, and it's just. That wasn't part of the plan. That wasn't part of like, I'm doing this and I'm going to meet someone this way. How many people don't want to meet people on Tinder but meet people on Tinder? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that, one, that thing that you just said, like it's, it happens too often uh, where you stress out about doing something or having to go to a social situation and um, you're dreading it and you know it's going to be bad but it ends up being really good. <laughs> and that's like what was all that anxiety for in the first place because – because before the the actual event, in your mind, you're constantly going over like, "Oh, how's this night going to play out? How am I going to see him in front of people? You know, I'm I, you know I'm not ready. I'm, I don't look good. I, I feel like shit today." Yeah. And then when you actually go there and just do it and just kind of put it on the line, put your congruent self on the line, um, little congruent yeah. <laughs> ticker. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say I need that in all my videos. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll be surprised how you can actually you'll you surprise yourself that it's not as bad as you think it is. But that. Like how many times do you hear guys especially say, oh, once I have some money, I'll start talking to girls more. Or once I get work on my fitness, I'll start doing a little bit better. It's always when this, when this, when this, when this. You're looking for that perfect outcome to try to get a perfect result. It's not going to happen. Like there's lots of stuff with this studio we've just built that's already shitting me because it's not perfect. Mm. But I'm like, it's still a pretty fucking cool little studio. Exactly. Um, and But yeah, like it's stop looking for that perfect moment to do stuff because you'll be waiting forever to do something. Yeah. And I guess that's the caveat. Like we're, we are two, two dudes, obviously, two dudes on the road who are trying to give advice and give and help other people. But that doesn't mean that we're perfect either. Oh, and no. that's the whole charm of it is that we're just, as long as we're continuously putting stuff out there, and trying our best, um, you can take it or leave it. Yeah. And we're going to be happy either way because it's something that we love to do. It's, it's, it's one of those old cliches that you know, find the joy in the journey. Mm. There's never been tr- like better advice. Like, like how many famous people do you hear like going, oh, I loved when we were, doing, we were hustling and we're grinding and then we got famous. And I was like, yeah, cool, we're famous. But like it, you lost you lost the fun build to it. You lost mm. the drive. You lost that because you've kind of, you've hit your outcome. Yeah. 
And then after that, it's like, you know, when they say, oh, your wedding day is your happy, happiest day forever. It's like, well, what happens the next couple of days of you, the rest of the days of your yeah. life? You know, yeah. like there's, there's got to be, you've got to constantly have little things you can just enjoy the journey on. Yeah. And you have to reframe that mindset is that the, the monotony of life, if you can train yourself to kind of accept and enjoy that, um, you'll feel way, just way better in general about living yeah well i think another thing <laughs> feel good about living like that don't take everything so serious yeah it kind of boils into that like yeah. like we were, we were talking earlier about frames and stuff like that another thing that leads into that is um guys like to talk about how girls are always quite rude to them when you go up and approach you know the the, the shit test mm. where a girl might tease you about something or kind of that's not her trying to be mean that's her trying to see how emotionally like stable you are if she makes a comment on your height, your weight, whatever, and you just play it off like it doesn't matter because you don't have to be perfect, you're comfortable with yourself not being perfect, but you're happy that you're trying and you're like, yeah, I'm trying to meet someone. I'm not going to feel ashamed for that. Mm. Nine times I turn, that girl will go, I like you. That's mm. fun. Like, Whereas if they go, oh, you're not very tall, and you go, oh, well, you know, actually five foot actually is the above average in this country. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's that shit's what makes you not cool because it's an insecurity with your lack of being the perfect version of yourself that you want to be yep. and you can always tell the person who's quite insecure with themselves is they're always super reactional to you know the shit that gets thrown at them yeah i mean even like i definitely used to be like that and um <laughs> you know i just had like one of my co-workers tell me recently that you know i i seem much more relaxed and just easygoing and in general just like a more laid-back kind of guy because you know if someone gives me shit even just little, you know, nicks here and there, mm. um, it just glides right off my back. Like, you yeah. know, the water on that duck's feathers. And it hurts their feelings more when they try to give you shit yeah. and you don't react to it because you're like, oh, I don't really care yeah. what your opinion is. I, I lean And into genuinely it. mean that. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I, I told you that little story the other day, how I had that group of idiots in the car start shouting stuff at me. You know, mm. they started shouting some pretty abusive things. And I went, oh, guys, don't say that. That's quite mean. I might not be able to sleep if you keep saying mean things like that. <laughs> And I said it with a bit of a chi with a bit of a smile, but I had no intention of being rude. I was just like acting like they were just bantering with me. Mm. Like I was just acting like, ah, oh, you just throwing a few jabs off your off your back, and that pissed them off like crazy. But I just kept that frame. Yeah. And I was like, and that was the perfect way to respond. I didn't get angry. I didn't get scared. I didn't get upset. I just went, oh mate, well, that's not that's not very nice, is it? Mm. You know, <laughs> like, and it's amazing how much that. Um, that self-assurance, that being okay with the frame you're in fries people or attracts people. Mm. So it, it completely eliminates any negativity out of your life because their negativity holds no weight in your opinion because mm. you know you're trying... As long as you're actually trying to better yourself in different ways, that's what you need to be doing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just loved... I know that's a little bit off topic, but I just loved that reaction that it just... When things don't phase you, it just... It, it, that's the best comeback to any negativity. Yeah. And I suppose that plays into or ties into the whole uh, scenario that, you know, if if you have that that frame, that positive frame in your life where you're non-reactive and you're not stressing about being looking perfect in front of people, mm -hmm. um, you will naturally calm yourself down and just feel better in general. And then that will produce that positive frame. But that will attract more stuff in as well because Attraction. when people realize yeah. that you're not taking stuff serious it lets other people drop their guard around you yeah 
And that's when people go, like that was the old Jim Carrey effect. He's like, I'll be the first person in the room to be the stupidest in the room. Mm. And people will either love it or they'll hate it. But the people who love it go, oh, finally, I can just, mm. I can actually be myself, not the facade I present to people when I'm out in public. Yeah, You know what I mean? And like, so being in a positive or frame or a light frame is going to attract, it's self-producing. It attracts more of that. But when you're in a negative frame, if you start acting negatively towards people's comments on you, by acting negative back, it doubles it and doubles it mm. and doubles it and doubles it. Yeah. And it just it just compiles evil begets evil yeah exactly but i think a lot of that stems from that wanting to be that perfect version we see of ourselves and not feeling like we're actually there so learn to be stoked that you're on the journey to become that but don't be stoked about the idea of being that yeah i would say the perfect version of yourself is the imperfect version Mm. and try to realize that and try to be a bit wary or cautious of seeing people in in high status as well and mm. not be too worried about well actually just realizing that they're humans as well yeah just realizing there's there's tears to this yeah like it's like people might be at a level you want to be at but i'm telling you now those people want to be at that level and then those people want to be at that level and then those people want to be at that level mm. like everyone talks about uh imposter syndrome these days like oh i just feel like i'm faking my way i don't feel like i actually know what i'm doing mm. trust me guys i've worked in documentary and television for a long time i speak to doctors lawyers all these high end up people in different professions and all of them say the exact same thing yeah. i'm not really sure how i got here i just kept doing the job and i kept getting pushed up pushed up pushed up and it's like they think the same way. They're like, oh, am I really the right person for the job? Mm. And the reason they are the right person for the job is because they still did it. Yeah. Man, so. like in enthusiasm is like, I tell people, if you're looking for a job, like all you need is enthusiasm. It's not about like, I mean, yeah, it is somewhat who you know in the situation. But Get out and start knowing people if that's the case. Yeah, that's what this channel is for. <laughs> yeah. How to know people. Um, but it's... If you just show up every time and show that you're you're an easy person to work with, like it's like a job interview. It's not they're not coming to check your qualifications on your resume. Mm-hmm. They're coming to find out if they want to work with you on a full time basis. Because they're like, I got to deal with this person every fucking day. Yeah, and that's saying like, how many times do you hear like guys go, I've been in that fucking company forever and I've never been promoted. This is bullshit. Yeah. Blah blah. It's like. <laughs> It's because you're a wanker, probably. Yeah. It's because you're like, oh, they go, he's good at that job. Entitlement. But they he's entitled yeah, to it. Entitlement, or yeah. it's, yeah, he's a good worker, but he's got shit communication skills, so he'd be bad as a manager. Yeah. And let's be honest, most jobs you get promoted from floor to manager. Yeah. So if you can't deal with people or you get butt hurt every time people look over you, that's not the company's fault. That's your company. That's your fault for staying there that fucking long and realizing they're not seeing your value. Yeah. That's not, you, you don't get to be bitter then. You've you got to leave. Time served <laughs> does not entitle you no. to anything, to, to a promotion. Just like with girls, just because you yeah. hung out with her all year and you've been trying to build up the balls to make a move does not mean you've invested all this time in her into a relationship. It means you've wasted that amount of time mm. by not being clear and not bailing when it was appropriate or not pulling the trigger when it was appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a nice little uh, tangent into <laughs> work life. <laughs> yeah. Get better at your job and how to get a promotion. I was going to say, it's all it comes down to it's not about being perfect. It's just That's like it. knowing that that doesn't exist, but that doesn't mean it's not a good target to shoot for. Absolutely. But just cut yourself some slack when you're not there. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just just chill. Just calm down because like you've got, you've only got a finite time on this planet 
at the end of the day. Mm. And you're not going to be like some guru god for like your whole life. And we're not all Justin Bieber. We don't all get famous at 14 because Usher watched our fucking... Uh, little a little man with the hair. Boy, little little man. Boy. Little, a little man face. Little. Um, oh, that sounds like I'm insulting. I'm like, no, dude, fucking good no, on him. Um, but like, um, but yeah, everyone thinks, like, especially when you're younger, you think that's like, oh, if that doesn't happen, I'm never going to make it. It's like, oh, if I'm not famous by the time I'm 20, I'm screwed. It's like, guys, it's garbage. Like, it's not the case. Yeah. So, yeah, be be super skeptical of the the social media presence yeah. that gets put in your face every day. The perfect life. The perfect and don't life. fall for the false imperfection shit. Oh, guys, yeah, no makeup. Hashtag no makeup. And they're wearing still, like, fucking a shit ton of foundation and stuff like that. Like, when yeah. you see posts like that, that's when you go, this yeah. This is my natural face today. This is a lot of work. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan's actually 85. But he's got a lot of work done. Well, I've got nothing to follow that. No good joke anyway. Um, like always, do the whole like, subscribe thing. We're trying to grow as well. So throw us a like and we'll like your stuff too. Because Please we, do. We, we, yep. we gotta, it's about growing each other, with each other. So. All you got to do is just click that subscribe button and then it'll push our little white faces into more YouTube <laughs> videos in your channel. Yeah, um, It's always good and we're always going to keep trying to provide you with good quality life advice. I'll try to be a, make it a bit more practical. Ryan will try to calm the fuck down sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the this other is how we work. <laughs> and just a really last point: we're not perfect. We don't get everything right. All the advice we give is just stuff that has made our life a little bit easier and a bit happier. So that's what we're bringing it down to. Anyway, guys, have a funky Merry evening. Christmas. Anyway, guys, is this outro any better? No. Nah, should we just like stockpile these outros? All right, let's try one okay. more. Thank you so much. Bye! Buonanotte. Arigato gozaimashita. Choto. Choto mate kudasai. Why am I speaking Japanese? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be an outro. Ciao, Miki Amorai, and come Yami. As always, guys, thank you for watching. Social. It's been good. You know what? The... In the spirit of not having perfectionism, we're going to leave all these outros in. <laughs> I've got to go, Ryan. Yeah, please. <laughs>